Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome back to the show. Look, the Saints not in the Super Bowl. Certainly a big bummer. We've told you, hey, I'm going to be boycotting the game, but that doesn't mean I'm not going to have any bets on the game. I actually do have a couple of prop bets that I placed and a couple of other ones. when I went over to Mississippi earlier this week, so I've got a little skin in the game here. And I want to make sure that you have ample opportunity to get the best insights on how you're going to bet this Super Bowl and all the prop bets from, really, the best handicapper this year NFL-wise in the country. And as promised, Ralph Michaels out in Vegas, our handicapper at wagertalk.com, joins the program. He's at CalSportsLV on Twitter. You should be following him if you're not. And Ralph, we didn't talk to you last week as we went over the no call, and I know you were you were in pain with us here. We had talked about you placed that bet on the Saints to win the Super Bowl, so you kind of got hosed yourself. Yeah, and actually, I had both losers in the championships. I had I had lanes with the Saints and with the Rams. So, uh, you know, the funny thing is, there's some talk that the early money here in Vegas going on the Patriots because. Some people have that mentality that the Rams don't belong and they were lucky to be there. And, you know, now you're comparing, of course, the age and the expertise of Belichick and Brady against the two youngins. So, um, you know, that even has played into to some of the Super Bowl line at this point. It's carried over from the no call to the, the team. Do they really deserve to be here because of the no call? Yeah, to your point, that line has shifted about a point and a half towards New England. I believe it opened at about New England by one. Now it's New England uh, minus two and a half or so. What do you think about this line, Ralph? Well, out here, there's even some places that opened the Rams one. It was only there for a few seconds. A couple other books opened up pick. And right now you see most of the big bets on the Patriots. But that is truly to be expected. If you are betting any significant amount of money on this, and once the line opened, there was always a movement of the Patriots. It went to one, went to one and a half, went to two, two, went to two and a half. So if you were betting a big amount of money and you were betting on the Patriots, you wanted to make that big bet already this past week. If you wanted to make a significant bet on the Rams, you were silly to do so until you know where the line would go to. Well, now it's to two and a half. I don't think it'll get to three. It bounced to three, <clears throat> excuse me, at a at a book or two here for, you know, a few minutes, and then it would bounce right back. As soon as someone posted a three, someone would jump on it. So I think the line is now going to start to come back down. Those people that want to bet the Rams know that it's the highest it's going to be. And you have to remember, although the Rams have only been there a couple of years, much like when we had the Red Sox and the Dodgers in the World Series last year, when you have all those L.A. fans coming into town for the weekend, all those L.A. fans bet the Dodgers and that line plummeted the days before the game started, I think you're going to have that L.A. money come in. And, again, it's not like this is 
a hometown Rams team, but you are going to have enough backing from L.A. and those people coming into town to watch the Super Bowl to bring that line back down. Well, that's interesting. Our producer, Tim Zimmer, who you talk to him pretty much every week, he had a great stat here that blew me away. I didn't know this, that the, the Patriots in their eight Super Bowls have only scored three points total in the first quarter. And I bring that up because this over and under over and under is high, a 56 and a half here in this game. And um, I uh, personally, we've been saying here, maybe lean the under, but I, I'd want to know what you think. Cause look, you know more than me, Ralph. <laughs> well, I lean the under as well. And uh, for two reasons, you know, when, when Josh Gordon was no longer with the Patriots, the Patriots did not have the deep threat and turned into a rush attack. We've seen them pound the ball into the line. We saw them go for a seven-minute drive last week. They are quite a different team. You have Sony Michelle. You have White catching the ball out of the backfield. And then you have Rex Burkhardt, who was on the IR weeks uh, 5 through 12. Now he's back as well. And on the flip side, I think the Rams have the conservative approach as well. You don't want Goff making that early mistake. Gurley, if, if he's ever going to be healthy, this is the week he's going to be. You still have C.J. Anderson with fresh legs. So for that reason, I think you will. I lean with a lower scoring game. But, you know, we saw even with the Patriots, Kansas City, if, you know, if it gets to be that fourth quarter and, and they start throwing that ball around, uh, point totals can pinball pinball up pretty high. Ralph Michaels, wagertalk.com, joining us here on the last lap. And let's get to some prop bets here. This is always one of the most fun times of the year, sports bet wise, uh, sports betting wise, because you have all these crazy prop bets. I, I know we were texting back and forth and messaging back and forth. There was over 400 prop bets put up at once at the Westgate Sportsbook in Vegas. So what are some of the ones you could tell us about, Ralph? They are actually up over 1,000 now. So, um, you know, it's you got to remember that Super Bowl side in total, you know, if this game were being played week 12 and this were the line, I wouldn't be leaning with either team, either side, either total. So don't make your biggest bet on the Super Bowl just because it's a game. If there's a prop you like and you studied it and there's some value, you know, do so. couple props that, you know, I played. And just for those that want to have fun, if you go to wagertalk.com and go to my page or go to the NFL News, I have a wager ball Super Bowl prop result. It gives you 30 props, 30 or 35 props, and what they did each of the last nine years. Like the team to score last has won the game each of the last nine years. When you talk shortest touchdown, the shortest touchdown is always listed at one and a half yards. And people say, well, one and a half yards, that's, that's too short. I'm going to bet over. But there's been a one or zero yard touchdown five of the last six years. Well, I, you have pass interference in the end zone. The ball goes down to the one and, you know, you have that one yard touchdown run. So, um, it just gives you some results that you look at. Like every, every head coach that has won the toss has deferred in the last eight years. The last coach to win a toss and receive the ball was New Orleans in Super Bowl 44 when they beat the Colts 31-17. to A couple props that I personally bet. First score of the game are the Rams kicking a field goal plus 450. I already talked about the conservative nature. Belichick has won the toss twice in the last five years. He deferred both times. You have the great field goal kicker. You're indoors, and you're plus 450. You know, really, one of four things can happen. 
New England touchdown, New England field goal, Rams touchdown, Rams field goal, and they get four to four and a half to one in that spot. I think is great value. First turnover, I bet a fumble plus one sixty. Again, the same train of thought as we talked about. What I think in the game, conservative game plan, a lot of rushing, not putting your quarterback in a bad spot. It's the first turnover is either going to be a fumble or an interception. If it's a fumble, I'm getting plus one sixty in that matchup. And then highest scoring half. I took the second half in overtime, a minus 125 in that. And KC and New England both this year have many more points scored in the first half than the second half. But when you break down the schedule and you look at some of the weaker competition they played, they got out to 28 or 31 points in the first half, had huge first half leads, and just and just didn't play like they normally play in the second half. So when they're looking at year-to-date stats and Vegas is making these numbers, it's a different scenario than it will be this week. Uh, you know, total tackles and assisted tackles by Kyle Van Noy, I bet over six and a half. Uh, one of my favorites and really my top prop I have, Rams under one and a half sacks. Yes, we know they have a historically good D-line with number one draft choices all over that place. But New England now is running the ball. Brady has not even gotten touched in the two playoff games. Brady got sacked once or less five of the last six regular season games. So when they went to this rush attack, in the last eight games, Brady has been sacked twice, only one time. So under one and a half sacks for the Rams defense. Um, some of the props that I played for this for this Super Bowl. Oh, this is fantastic stuff. And you can find more of Ralph's props at wagertalk.com. Worth going over there. I want to hit on college basketball. We'll be talking about this once the uh, NBA, or excuse me, the NFL, uh, has ceased to exist in the 2018-19 form after this weekend. LSU here. I know we've talked that the best teams in college basketball previously, Duke, Gonzaga, Virginia, a Tennessee. You and I were kind of on the same page there. But here comes LSU. They're in the top 20 in both polls. And I look at the odds here, the future odds for winning the NCAA basketball tournament. You're getting 101, 101, Ralph, on LSU right now. I'm not saying they're going to win this thing, but that seems pretty juicy to me. Well, you know, uh, right before we got on, you and I talked about what a change the SEC has been. I mean, you go back just probably three or four years ago, and, you know, Florida and South Carolina jumped in and, and were relevant a few years ago, but prior to that it was Kentucky and 15 other teams. But now, you know, the SEC is getting a lot of love. You are probably going to get, you know, eight teams in, maybe even nine teams. Who knows? And when you have teams like Tennessee and Auburn, I think that actually makes Kentucky more dangerous because no one's talking about Kentucky. You know, everyone, Tennessee, the number one team, um, you know, you have Auburn, who's been up and down. We've seen some of their flaws now that they're on the road. But LSU continues to sneak up. I have them, you know, I have them of about 20, 24 in my power ratings. So, you know, the losses they had have all been on the road or away from home. Florida State, they lost in a neutral setting. Florida State's going to be a tournament team. Houston, they lost on the road. Houston's got a 20-plus game home winning streak. It's tough to win in Houston. And then the only bad loss, and bads with a question mark, is at Oklahoma State. But, you know, people didn't know how good they were going to be when you have a uh, a sophomore point guard like Tremont Waters and backed up by Javante Smart, a freshman, and then you add in – 
you know, Emmett Williams in there as a freshman. You know, he you really got the boost. Will Wade's got the boost that he needed. Very efficient offense, top twenty as far as efficiency goes in offense. Defense in the top in the top sixty. Um, you know, and a nice schedule coming up. A and M game is going to be a test. I think you can beat A and M on the road Wednesday. Arkansas, Mississippi State, Auburn at home, Kentucky away. You know, right now I'm looking at LSU to finish with a 22-23-24 wins, probably have four or five more losses. I mean, when you have to go to Florida, play in Tennessee, you go into Kentucky and go into Mississippi State, those are the situations where I still think they're too young to overcome those type of, of situations. It's Ralph Michaels at wagertalk.com. And, Ralph, I know you've, you've got a lot going on at Wager Talk this week. What can you tell our audience what they can find there? You know, I, I, I won't personally have anything in the Super Bowl. It, you know, it's the biggest game, yes, but I, I don't think there's value, as I said, relative to the game. Um, Prop-wise, you guys know the props I gave out. I'm not even going to have those for sale. I'm just giving them out. So not looking to, to – get money out of people for the Super Bowl, but college hoops, um, you know, college hoops is the best time of the year right now. When you get to late January and February and these teams are now halfway through the conference and you get conference revenge situations and the second time you're playing them, that is absolutely my favorite time to handicap and where I've had the most success. So seven day packages or a 30 day package, uh, you know, we'll, uh, we'll have a special for next week if we talk and, you know, perhaps get, try to get some people on for a couple-week period at a very discounted price. Hey, there we go. Ralph, it's always great to talk to you, man. And, look, we'll talk again next week. Enjoy the Super Bowl. Thanks. Same to you, Seth. All right, there he goes. Ralph Michaels, wagertalk.com. Be sure you follow him at CalSportsLV on Twitter, and he comes on in every single week to break down everything sports betting. And, look, it's pretty relevant now that down here, Got a sports book not too far away. We'll take a break when we come back. It's my last opportunity to catch up and pick six. I cannot believe I called my shot at the beginning of the year. I won this thing last year running away. I was so confident. I had a lead and a pretty big one by about week eight. And I didn't really fall apart. But Tim Zimmer and Logan, they've been on fire picking these games over the last couple of months. It's insane. So I'm a couple of games back. I still have a chance to make up ground, so our final pick six of the year is coming up next. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 